Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. As you know, I'm always scouring the globe looking for influencers, people on the cutting edge, making a difference. And so today I have Kellen, and today's talk is going to be all about business strategy, leadership, coaching. And as you know, we talk, talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health. And so Kellen is going to talk to that, and I'm happy to welcome him to the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate what you're doing and the help and love and guidance you're offering to people who are trying to maximize their gifts. Yeah, I know. Uh, like I said, I'm always uh, excited to talk to influencers, people making a difference. So tell us more about yourself, your backstory and what you do. My backstory is long and complicated. I had a 30-year career in the energy industry. I had high-level C-suite positions in the U.S. and Canada, and I made a mess out of my life for 30 years. Mm. I married, divorced three times. I was in and out of rehab and lived just like you see in a movie with two completely different lives. In mm -hmm. 2007, I had a divine intervention, walked away from the entire industry, started life all over again. And for the last 15 years, I've done nothing but be a coach. I've written 18 books. I have a podcast with 750 plus episodes, like you're having a podcast. And I only have one goal. My goal for this year, 2023, is to help 50 million people to discover and serve with their gifts. Wow, that's that's a uh, you know lofty goal, and um, you know um, kudos to you for you know aims, you know aiming for this. And it's interesting because um, you know your backstory is very similar to a lot of uh, physicians. They uh, get trapped and they get succumb. You know this they you know they be basically going for the wrong reasons. You know it's going to be a very interesting story how we you know talk about you know what you went through. So we'll first start off. Uh, one thing is um, creating income and impact with your gifts and talents. So that's fabulous, especially people that you talk to who've already created success, dentists, doctors, uh, entrepreneurs, people that have done stuff. They already know they can create things. Most of those people, especially people that work for a long time in corporate, they end up with the feeling that I'm doing stuff. I climbed this ladder, but it was maybe the wrong wall. Because they get up there, they have the money, they have position, they have whatever they thought was going to make them happy. And like me, they turn out to be not fulfilled. Like they don't feel like they're making a difference. I can't tell you how many people say, well, I just felt like a cog in a machine and I wasn't doing anything that really mattered. 
And so why would it be a surprise to any of us that the thing you and I and each of your listeners does best is use the gifts that we were given, Mm -hmm. use the skills and capabilities and the nudges that we have. I ought to really be doing this. Why would it be a surprise that that would be how we can add the most good to the world and consequently create money and impact? I mean, money follows value. Yeah, Yeah, so well said. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is, you know, like I said, because you're talking about this other area where, you know, we're creating meaning and value and we're impacting lives. And, you know, a lot of physicians, they pitch me and they say, oh, I make a 2 million a year. Can I get onto your podcast? And, you know, it's not about that. It's it's about finding people such as yourself, um, you know, going out there, uh, changing the world. And so, you know, we'll talk a little bit because your backstory, we can tease out some of that. And um, so one thing is that the heart of it, it's it's about um, uh, learning to forgive everyone, everything, you know, you know, the emotional trauma, all that speak to that. I, I will. One of the, the, the very last book of the 18 that I wrote is a book titled Forgiveness, A Journey of Courage to a Place of Freedom and Power. Because here's the truth. You and I are not never going to be in a position to administer justice, whatever that means, to whoever did stuff to us. We're also never really going to be in a position to fix the mistakes that we've made. So after we do what makes sense and what we can, the the tool that's most important is to forgive not to pretend things didn't happen, not to deal with whatever leftover consequences there are, not to put yourself in danger, none of that stuff, but to choose to no longer allow the events of the past, whether it was mistakes you made or things that other people did to you, to have power in the present. Because all that does is dim your light, reduce your capability, and limit the effect, the impact and income, if you will, that you can create in the world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because it's really interesting because I, you know, I I listen to, you know, sometimes Oprah and she talks about this, you know, forgiveness and, you know, a lot of um, high level leaders talk about forgiveness. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's really interesting because, you know, you know, part of it's anger and the the hurt from behind. So, um, you know, when they say forgive, acknowledging it or is it just deleting it from your memory, expand upon it some more. Yeah, you you can't pretend things didn't happen. So I have a story about my dog. My dog, I had a dog in 2007, right after that intervention, divine intervention that changed my life. I got a dog, first dog I'd ever had. It was a puppy and I didn't know how to take care of it very well. I got it in November. Now, New Year's Eve in 2008, I was playing around with the puppy and it was a little bit too rough. And the puppy bumped into a speaker stand and the speaker fell off and landed on the puppy's toes and Mm. broke all the metatarsals and was howling in pain. And so my wife and I were trying to find a veterinarian hospital at midnight on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. We finally found one. We took him in. They did the surgery they could. And when they gave him back to us, they said, well, do this, this and this. But we have to tell you, you know, he may have a limp no matter what we do the rest of his life. So we did everything we could. And later, sure enough, when he ran around too much or it was too cold, he -hmm. had a limp. Now, the dog was therefore permanently changed from this incident. Mm -hmm. But the dog wasn't having any of it to destroy his ability to enjoy life. 
So even when you have had something done to you that leaves you with a limp, you get to choose whether that wrecks your zest, your energy, your commitment, your love for life, because you're still hanging on to some bogus baggage about stuff that happened a long time ago. Now, the dog wasn't having any of it. And that was the perfect object lesson for me. The other side of that coin is if you're like me, I made a lot of mistakes as an addict and I was married and divorced three times and I was an awful partner and I struggled with depression and I never got help. So I made a boatload of mistakes. And I had 10 children and during three divorces, some of them still don't talk to me. Now I can carry that around as infinite baggage and think how worthless I am, or I can do what I can remain open and loving, and then forgive myself, not pretending it didn't happen, but having made whatever amends I can, only because it limits my ability to love you, doctor, and all of your clients and all the people that hear this. Like, why would I carry cement in my backpack from either one of those things when the only moment I have is right here, right now, to do good and to create an impact in the world? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And it's like, it's actually, it's not forgetting or uh, denying. It's like, you kind of, the way best to describe it is like you acknowledge it and you make peace with it and you sort of release it. And it's, and so it doesn't not, it doesn't have any hold on to you anymore. Um, it's kind of uh, interesting. I've always tried to study forgiveness and anger elimination and, you know, and love and, you know, what all this and, you know, it's constant um, progress. One thing is, uh, so you talk about, um, so you're a you're a coach and you um you help others. One thing is uh we'll talk about, you know, kind of we delved on the emotional. Let's talk about some like skills like leadership skills for maximum productivity. I love that. Uh I was a C-suite executive in the US and Canada, and I led companies and teams, and some were very difficult, high pressure situations. And what I know about leadership is it is not a skill I'm gonna I'm me and I'm whoever I am and however I am, and I'm going to go learn this stuff and then I'm going to do it and I'm going to be a good leader. Leadership starts inside. If you can't lead yourself with compassion, with love, with energy, with vision, you can't lead anybody else effectively. So all the leadership work starts inside. It's an inside out job. That's number one. Number two, you have to recognize that every person in the world wants to be happy and wants to do good. And so when you as a leader are authentic, truthful, don't play the blame game, the crap runs downhill, all that other nonsense in corporate America, if you <laughs> throw all that away and you make a choice to be a different kind of leader, I know what that's like because during a very high pressure startup worth billions of dollars, I had a team and I didn't even know what I was doing then. Okay. I've now written it into some forms and stuff, but I created a method. I had a team that would have followed me off a cliff. Mm -hmm. And I know that because of stuff that happened later and the story's too long for a short podcast. But what I'm talking about is not some pie in the sky stuff. It starts with leading yourself. So if you don't love yourself, you don't care for yourself and you're not authentic, truthful, you don't clean up your messes when you're out of integrity. If you don't do that stuff and that's not your religion, Forget about being a good leader. Yeah, I love that. I love that what you said, integrity and doing what you're saying you're going to do, holding yourself accountable to a higher standard, 
Um, that's why, you know, it starts with yourself. Um, so I love that leadership skill. You know, also in the business world, we have um, a lot of challenges, obstacles. Speak to how individuals, entrepreneurs can learn to overcome challenges, live in flow, um, fix fear. Oh, I'm going next week to to uh, the Best You Expo in Los Angeles, and I'm speaking on three different stages. And you know what I'm talking about? Live without fear. I wrote a book called Walking Without Fear because fear is the greatest invisible destroyer of dreams. It wrecks more stuff than anything else. And yet it is, it is, you know, neurotransmitters and all the rest, but it really is created in the mind. And so if you're an entrepreneur or you're trying to decide to move from one profession to entrepreneurship or do any of those things, fear is going to be your constant companion. And there are habits that you can create. Understand the fear. Uh, don't be afraid of it. Just talk about it. And your most effective thing is to get help. Like trying to do all this stuff alone was the biggest mistake I made during my 30 years of ridiculous self-sabotage, building huge success and then trashing it. I didn't know enough about what was going on to go get help because I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I was afraid people would think whatever they're going to think. And so I didn't. And I did it alone. And I built this roller coaster of huge success and awesome, abysmal failure. So Fear is normal. Don't expect not to have it, but get some help. Like get the resources you need. Get a good coach. See a therapist if you need to. Those are different. It depends on where you're at in your situation. But the answer for me was get some help, get clear about what you're doing, and then connect with a real purpose. The greatest eliminator of fear, like so you see a a mother bear cub, that's renowned for protecting her cubs, right? Doesn't matter what the danger is. Well, if you connect to a real purpose, your fear is going to take a back seat. Because when the want to gets big enough, fear gets out of the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. You know, the why, don't figure out, don't worry about the how, just focus on your why. And eventually you'll, you'll manifest, you'll, you know, you're basically your RAS to fine tunes you to find the solution. A saying that I've heard is when the want to gets big enough, how to's pop up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you have a big enough why, you know, then you have more how to really interesting as we're, we're almost coming to the end of this. But one thing I, one thing that's really important for entrepreneurs is uh, morning routines, creating a powerful life, um, speak to, you know, why they matter and how to create them. There are two the two most important things I've done in my 15-year journey. First of all, I created a, what I call a PTAC, Personal Truth and Commitment Statement. That's a whole separate topic and would take a half an hour to talk about. The second one is creating a morning ritual. When I started with the morning ritual, it was one of those, oh, crap, I don't have time. I got to do this and this. And I know somebody somewhere said it's all this cool stuff, but I can't. My morning ritual's grown. It's two and a half hours long. And I would no sooner skip that than I would run outside here in Edmonton, Alberta, in the snow and minus 40 naked. I just wouldn't do it. And you know why? Because it creates who I am every day. I don't know why the creator designed us that we have to sleep away a third of our lives. But we die every night and we wake up every morning. And that's your opportunity to create who you want to be simply because you said so. So if you're not creating a morning ritual that is founded in your core principles, your core vision, 
you're missing half the game. Oh yeah, very very yeah. That's yeah, I love that, and I love you know the you know the every night I put my head on the pillow, I did the best I could, wake up you know grateful for you know the opportunity to make a difference, same as you. Um, but, you know, real. I know because you're a coach, so talk talk about your coaching, your successful coach, you know, your clients. You know, feel free to. I have clients all over the world. I I my my business plan is really simple. It's right here on the wall. And it says, I never look for clients. I look for people to love, opportunities to serve, and problems to solve. And when I go all in with that, I have clients all over the place. When you have a name like Kellen Flukiger, you can't hide. So if you want to go to my website, you can get on my list. If you want to get a hold of me, you can connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook or anywhere. My email is easy, coachkellenflukiger gmail.com. You can find me. And if you're ready for the rigorous work of making real choices about who you are, then let's talk. Yeah. So well said. Um, really fantastic question or interview. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So many nuggets of wisdom for the audience out there. Uh, let's thank um, Kellen. Follow him. He's on all the major social media outlets, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube as well as he is the podcast host of Your Ultimate Life uh, with Kellen Flukiger. And check out his website. All of these resources will be in links and show notes. And Kellen, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. It was a great pleasure. I want to honor you for the work that you're doing. I think of coaching as being in the people encouragement business, and there can't be enough encouragement, positivity, and certainty around helping people say yes to the true power that's in their hearts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. Without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.